again to our listeners. Welcome back to I Had the Craziest Dream Last Night, where we read and discuss your crazy dreams and maybe a few of our own. I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Alex. And for our fifth and final episode of this season, we're going to be talking about lucid dreams. So for those of you who don't know, lucid dreaming is basically just knowing that you're dreaming while you're dreaming or being able to control what you're doing in your dream. But like the, the definition, the finalized definition of lucid dreaming is just knowing that you're dreaming. Um, and this is real. It sounds really crazy because most people don't experience this. Actually, only about 30 percent of people are natural lucid dreamers. Um, but there have been studies and fMRI scans that have shown that this is like a real legitimate thing. <laughs> and um, I can attest to that because I've had a few and then my husband had a few or had one, um, which we'll talk about later. But anyway, yeah, it's crazy. It's, this is a real thing. And what's really crazy is that even if you're not a natural lucid dreamer, such as myself, you might be able to teach yourself how to lucid dream. Yes, you can. And at the end of this episode, we're going to tell you how to, to maybe teach yourself how to lucid dream. So stick around for that. Super exciting. Okay, let's get into those dreams. We have a couple of lucid dreams to share with you today, starting fr- with one from Alex's husband, Nick. Yeah, so Nick, um, I was actually really excited about this because he usually doesn't have a ton of dreams. Um, so he woke up from this. He had this dream, and he woke up and was like, Alex, I had a dream. <laughs> um, so he wrote, I was back in high school, and I know that's probably a nightmare for most people, but it was actually pretty fun for me because I was senior class president, and it was senior year. I was doing some random stuff throughout campus, like planning activities and whatnot, and I was walking around with one of my friends, Matt, and we walked by the administration building where the school's intercom microphone is. The door to the microphone was left open, so we decided to walk in. I was joking around with Matt and told him to get on the microphone and say something dumb, and he started going for it. At first, I was thinking, oh no, we're going to get in trouble. But then all of a sudden, it hit me that this was a dream and that it didn't matter if we did or did not because there weren't any consequences. So I jumped over the table and started yelling into the microphone like, what's up, everybody? (laughs) And other nonsense. (laughs) We heard some people coming, so I told Matt to close and lock the door, all while yelling things like, we're going to graduate. That's awesome. (laughs) So silly. (laughs) Um, Then, the principal stormed up to the door and started banging on the window. He's very big and very scary, so, and he was super angry. And I got freaked out because I really respect this guy, so I started getting worried. But then it hit me again that this was a dream and there were no consequences. So I just kept going on the microphone. But then they got the door open, and when that happened, I was like, okay, this dream is done. And then I moved on to a different dream. That's so silly. Wow. (laughs) He's such a dork. That is so interesting. I know. I love it. And it's so funny because I really, like, knowing his friends and knowing his personality type, I really can see him actually doing something like this (laughs) in high school. Like, and him having that, like, internal conflict of, like, oh, no, this is a fun thing, but we're going to get in trouble. Like, he's so silly. But anyway, like, what's crazy about it is that, like, there he like started out thinking that this was a regular dream like not realizing that it was a dream and then like twice as the dream is progressing he realized it which is like I don't know just cool it's just crazy because he kept like coming back to that realization I feel like that's not like a normal way to lucid dream or I don't know I don't know what's normal and what's not well that's so interesting because Lucid dreaming, if one were to learn how to do it, Mm -hmm. would be a really good way to explore 
possible consequences or possible outcomes of decisions that yeah. that we're making, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that lucid dreaming is one way that dreams could actually have a really useful effect yeah. on our life. Like, we might be able to go through several scenarios in our head mm-hmm. about different things that may be happening in our life. Yeah. Um, like I said, I've never had a, a lucid dream before. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to learn how to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I actually, I actually reached out to um, a couple of people, and a couple of our listeners emailed in, um, emailed in their experiences with lucid dreams. Mackenzie mm-hmm. uh, says, "I taught myself to lucid dream in high school," and she says it's totally cool, which yeah, it totally is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. it's so cool. And then Taryn says, when I was a kid, I would have nightmares, and then sometimes after waking up, I would go right back to bed to get back into the dream and change the ending to something happier. What? So oh that's gosh. really awesome, too. Like, when your kids have nightmares or something, you could teach them how to change the ending to their dream so that it's yeah. not as scary anymore. It kind of gives them a sense of control. Yeah, that's really interesting. I feel like that would give you... Maybe a sense of control over your waking life, too. If you, like, know how to control your dreams, mm-hmm. you probably would feel a little bit more in control about your waking life, too. That's, man, I wish that I had known how to do that when I was a kid because I feel like I had some pretty crazy nightmares. And I feel like yeah. it would have been really cool to be able to go back and be like, no, I don't like the way that that ended. So, <laughs> so this is how it's going to be now. <laughs> Are you a lucid dreamer? Do you- I I. Am occasionally. I've had a couple. Um, only one of them I can really actually share on the podcast because the other ones that I've had have been like like heavily religious dreams. Interesting. Um, so we can talk about that later. <laughs> um, but I actually I wrote one down. This is a pretty simple one. This is probably one of the more calm dreams that I've had in my life. Um, and I feel bad because I feel like I'm always telling my own dreams on here, but really for real, I have dreams every single night of my life. The only time that I don't have dreams is when I don't sleep well, like barely asleep the whole night kind of nights. So yeah. don't hate me. No, you have a very <laughs> active dream life. I really do. It's crazy. Um, so this dream that I wrote down um, was that I was in some body of water and pretty sure it was the bottom of an ocean. And right away I knew I was dreaming, even though there was a little bit of fear um, initially about being able to breathe. Mm. Um, but once I realized that I was fine, I got excited because oceans to me are just like so cool and so peaceful. So I decided that I was going to explore a little bit. And I ended up finding a bunch of caves and whatnot and that had some brightly colored sea creatures like fish and turtles and octopus, octopi. What's the plural of octopus? <laughs> I think it's octopi. Octopies. Yeah. Um, swimming all around. And I was human the entire time, but it was crazy because this is weird, but like I really felt like I belonged with them. Like as soon as I found all these this group of like sea creatures, it felt like it was family. Um, mm. and it was the strangest thing. So basically I spent the remainder of the dream swimming around with my fish family and like exploring caves with them and I don't really exactly remember how it ended, but I do just remember feeling totally at peace the entire time and not ever wanting to wake up. (laughs) So, yeah, that's probably one of the, like, tamer dreams that I've had, but it was definitely a cool experience, and, like, I wish that I could go back and experience that again just because that Mm -hmm. was, like, one of my favorite things that has happened to me. (laughs) So, anyway. Do you know what that reminds me of is... The meditation podcasts mm-hmm. where or meditation soundtracks where 
the voice kind of leads you into a peaceful place. I was just listening to one called Meditations on Sleep. Mm -hmm. And basically, I was, there was this voice that was telling me that I was by this beautiful lake on this beautiful cottage. And it described the scene in such vivid detail that I felt like I was almost there. Yeah. But the difference was that I wasn't I wasn't controlling it. Mm-hmm. It was like I was imagining it. Yeah. Right? So that's kind of an interesting thing where we can daydream and control our, and control our daydreams, but they don't feel as real as, mm-hmm. you know, a lucid dream when when we're sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like lucid dreams are cool because I, you can like experience things as if you were experiencing them in real life, you know? Like, there's a there's an article that I mm-hmm. read in, kind of, like, in preparation for this, and the author of it, um, whose name is Barrett Braggard, I think is her name, and she wrote um, about one of her lucid dreams that has happened, and it's really cool. I wanted to share it really quick. So she writes, I was playing around in a lucid dream and happened to be at a campsite. Since I knew I was dreaming, I thought I might as well jump into the campfire. I didn't get burned. I was kind of playing around with the flames. I then decided to eat the flames. I actually put them in my mouth, and I remember having the sensation of them being salty. Interesting. Yeah. I was already pushing the limits, so I decided to fly to the sun. I started to fly sort of Superman style, faster and faster and faster, almost exponentially faster. And as I got closer and closer to the sun, I couldn't really see anything. I couldn't really feel my body either, but I noticed a sense of vibration and sound and light. Obviously, there was a lot of light coming from the sun, but I kind of stayed in this state, which I can't really describe. Isn't that cool? I feel like that's such, like, an otherworldly dream. (laughs) It's like she's on, like, a different planet. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. See what I mean? Like, it would be so cool to learn how to do this. I know. (laughs) There's actually... one of the one of the comments we received was from Eric, and he said, "At first, I was recording my dreams just to try to help myself have a lucid dream. Now I write down my dreams because they're really cool and random memories to have." Mm-hmm. And so, in in episode four, we talked about we talked about um, dream journals, and there are a lot of advantages to having a dream journal, but maybe it doesn't help to have a lucid dream because Eric says he has not been able to train himself on really? how to have a lucid dream just based upon writing. That's interesting because I down. feel like yeah. in a lot of the in a lot of the how-tos I'll just give you like a little spoiler right now but um, in a lot of the how-tos that I found it was like one of the things that does help you to lucid dream is to write down like your dream experiences because then you're like thinking throughout the day and like as you're falling asleep you're thinking about dreaming um, and mm-hmm. in that way you're, like you're conscious of the fact that, like, you're having dreams. Um, so that's really interesting that, like, that it hasn't really had that effect on him. <laughs> but that's that's cool, though. That's a good idea. And, yeah, dream journals are a really good idea. Like, just going back to, like, our last episode, they're just super fun. I yeah. have started keeping one. You have? Yeah, I Yay. have. <laughs> How has it been? Have you it's liked been it? Good. Yeah. It's been really good. I'm, I'm remembering my dreams a lot, a lot better. That's cool. Some of them are really inconsequential, and some of them are pretty crazy, so... Hmm. I don't know. That's awesome. It's been interesting. I need to get back into it. I, yeah, I feel like I would really like that, but I just get nervous because I don't want to remember the bad ones, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, at the beginning of this episode, we explained what lucid dreaming is, 
And now we're going to explain how to teach yourself how to have a lucid dream. Yes. So there is a video on YouTube that explains this more in detail um, that I'll link in our show notes, but I'll give you kind of the spark notes version. Um, so one way to train yourself to lucid dream is simply by telling yourself in maybe a mantra or a chant that you're going to, f- that you are going to remember that you're dreaming while you're dreaming before you actually fall asleep. So, for example, mm-hmm. while you're laying in bed falling asleep, you could say to yourself, I'm going to remember that I'm dreaming over and over again or something like that so that it's already kind of in your conscience when you're dreaming. So I thought that was like kind hypnosis. of cool. Yeah, it does. It sounds a little creepy. Like I like if I walked in on somebody doing that, like, <laughs> I would be so freaked out. <laughs> like your husband, like, yeah, uh, like babe, he's... don't do that. What are, you, are you okay? okay. <laughs> um, so another way to train yourself to lucid dream is, that a lot of people have found to work is to do deliberate things that help you to remember that you're dreaming. So one of them that I found was turning on the light or setting an alarm for your phone to play music, like just loud enough um to wake you up slightly but not like completely Mm. um so in that way like you're kind of distracting yourself from falling completely into a dreamlike state and you're you're saying to yourself like okay this is an external stimulus that is going to help me to remember that like I have a waking life and not just a dreaming life that makes interesting yeah yeah probably wouldn't be too good for people who are married or have kids. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, my like, roommate would be so annoyed with me if I, know. I slept with the light on. Or... Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking, too, because, like, my husband has to have complete darkness for him to be able to fall asleep, so that probably wouldn't work for him. However, I did find um, another much less obnoxious method to help yourself lucid dream, and this one is sort of like a little bit of self-hypnosis, um, kind of like what you were saying earlier, but one thing that someone on the internet did was to imagine himself wiggling his fingers without actually wiggling them. So in that way, you're kind of giving your brain a very simple task that keeps you like in control of what your imagination is doing. Mm. Um, and you can kind of do whatever you want with your mind um, and like what you want your body to do in your mind. Um, but just make sure it's not like too strenuous of a thing. Like don't Imagine yourself, like, doing sit-ups or, like, (laughs) jumping jacks or something like that, um, just so that it's, like, an easily completed task for your brain. So, yeah, those are the things that I found. Try it out. See see what you think. See if it works for you. I think I'm definitely going to try them out. I haven't. I probably should have, like, before we did this episode, but I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to try, especially, I have have a roommate, so I'm probably going to try the Mm self-hypnosis. the self-hypnosis thing and probably continue to try um, to think about my dreams throughout the day Mm -hmm. to kind of gain maybe a little more control over my over my sleeping my my dream life yeah you should yeah let me know what it does for you I'm excited about it (laughs) yeah well listeners that's it for our episode on lucid dreams we hope you enjoyed it And we hope you've enjoyed the season. It's been such a blast making this podcast and hearing from so many of you and getting a peek into your lives. It's been such a growing experience for both of us. And um, I'm I'm really sad to leave it. (laughs) Don't worry, we'll be back though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) But thanks for being with us and listening as we have delved into so many of your crazy dreams. Yeah, and look out for our next season. Like Ashlyn said, we have got more things coming where we got more crazy dreams coming your way so you don't want to miss out on that we'll see you soon and as always sweet sweet dreams. dreams